This is Working Tech, where we talk about how tech can work harder so we can work better. Because hardly working isn't an option. But what makes me very excited about the solution is when you think about the everyday users, obviously these aggregate reports are available, but the key differentiator is how we provide that in-context analytics and predictive metrics, which helps them with making decisions and managing expectations. Hey, everybody, this is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech Podcast and one of the co-hosts. Myself, along with co-founder and co-host Bill Bannum, welcome you to our new series where we'll talk about all things tech in the working world around us, including HR, recruiting, and related technologies. Our guests will include those who make the magic happen so we can all work better. Here's the thing. Many recruiting technology buyers today are looking for the right tools and systems from across the entire talent acquisition lifecycle, from brand activation to candidate management to employee engagement. Symphony Talent is doing this by redefining how employers and talent connect with data-driven consumer marketing best practices and a simplified, unified recruiter experience. Enjoy this conversation I had with Symphony Talent President and CEO Rupesh Nair. Rupesh, thank you so much for being on the Working Tech Podcast. What I want to do first out of the gate is really hear from you why Symphony Talent, why the, the, the integrating together these different companies and platforms as a end-to-end recruitment solution, and a little bit more about how that relates to your background as well. As we, as we brought all the different solutions we are bringing together in the context of Symphony Talent, we believe uh, Symphony Talent is the only solution that truly delivers on the promise which is of enabling uh, our employers and I, I, our our, our uh, customers to really treat their candidates like consumers. Um, so to think about it, and and that's that's basically you know just going back to your question on my experience. I came into the talent acquisition space exactly getting excited about the same topic, which is how why should we not treat our candidates like consumers? Because previous to that, all my experience was around really. Uh, really, you know, in the consumer marketing space and helping helping companies, you know, in the omni-channel space, drive their consumers all the way from the top of the funnel to being being great uh, great consumers and 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 advocates to the brand. So when we thought about Symphony Talent, we we enable our employers to treat their candidates like consumers in three key ways. If you think about it, we provide uh, our 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 customers with an end-to-end solution all the way from uh, recruitment marketing to candidate management, and then all the way to employee advocacy, and in that process, creating uh, a consistent candidate journey for, for their candidates. Now, we do that in an omni-channel way, as we call it, which is we create this consistent journey that touches the candidates where they are, but also learns and personalizes based on each touch. So each touch is progressive on knowing about the candidate and treating them in a personal manner. And finally, all this is possible because we have what we call as connected data, and we harness this connected data using artificial intelligence to predict the outcomes on best fit talent, and hence bringing all of these things together in a seamless way for our customers. Are the different components or the different um, modules or whatever you want to call it that are now part of this end-to-end platform as you just described it, is, are they, are they uh, in- integrated on, on a single platform now? Absolutely, yeah. And that's one area, Kevin, we invested significantly on, right? There was a decision we had to make when I started this journey about two years back around 
are we going to are we going to basically you know leave these pieces apart and and kind of just purely integrate in, in from a top perspective right and just integrate on the top and 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 continue to operate these businesses separately or are we going to basically really re-engineer the whole thing create a core data model uh, and have a solution uh, with an integrated user experience which runs on top of that core data model and we took that decision way early in the in the cycle that we wanted to create that one single uh, integrated solution because that was the only way we could have used the power of the data and the power of the user experience to create that compelling candidate experience and create that compelling employer experience uh, in providing that experience to the candidate. Yeah, that's huge. And I know, on the, especially on the employer side, on your customer side, you know, I've been talking a long time about the importance of having a single source of truth uh, when it comes to your your recruitment data, your your employee data, and I mean, because there's a lot of different systems that are still b- even a bigger part of the ecosystem of your customers, right? Beyond the recruitment aspect, so having at least Absolutely. in this context, yeah, having that single source of data truth from a recruitment perspective is really really huge. Instead of having just just different disparate systems, which a lot of companies still try to try to weave together. Tell me a little bit more about the employee advocacy part. Uh, if you think about employee advocacy, the idea is, you know, a lot of, lot of our clients for a while were focused on ensuring that, you know, you're, you're optimizing your, your, you know, candidate funnel, as you would call it, right? And thinking about it as just a marketing funnel uh, and how do I optimize my media spend so that I can drive more people into the, into the, uh, into the funnel and then ensure that I can give them a, give them a good enough experience so that I can drive them all the way to be a hire. But what we missed in many cases was around how that hire then becomes an advocate and then how that advocate can be a huge source of hire, both in form of employee referrals and in form of advocacy, especially in context of social. You know, if you think about your employees, they are the best source of candidates for you, if you think about it, right? And, and, and the second aspect is ensuring that you are, if, if you're, and I, I've talked about this before, which is if you're not talking to your own employees, you are the only person who is not talking to them because everyone else is marketing to them. So how do we take these two phenomena and ensure that we, we create, uh, we take the existing employees and drive them to be advocates of the employer brand. And in that process, making them commitment, committed to the brand, but also use them as sources of, of content which can be shared to their social network. So specifically at Symphony Talent, the capability we provide is the ability to kind of curate content uh, at a a central uh, level and then be able to push that content through the the social networks of your advocates and hence be a huge source of more talent at the top of the funnel in that perspective. And as you know, know, with social and mobility, this this becomes a huge deal. Not only are they improving what it's like to go through their their own recruitment process, whether it be external or internal candidates as well, and that's that's another thing that that they're differentiating more on. But to be able to to empower their employees to be those advocates, those brand advocates, and to share relevant content with with the market, and to kind of you know use them as a channel uh, on things they're doing anyway already. Uh, online, you know, sharing that, that relevant content to their their immediate their inner circles as well as just publicly with the broader networks that they 
That's, that's, that's really key. Besides some of the things that we've touched on, like integrated platform and, and you expounding on the employee advocacy part of the platform, how else do you di- are you differentiating from competitors in the space right now, especially when we're talking about this, this integrated recruitment end-to-end solution? Yeah, it's a good question, Ken, because there's a lot of noise in the in the in this space, right? What we call as the HR tech space, and uh, and that's exactly the reason why we wanted to create something really unique for employers. And and firstly, we uh, we again reiterating, we're the only company I believe who truly unify the entire candidate journey, right, all the way from first touch to the point of hire, and not just for the candidates, but also provide an end-to-end candidate command center for the employers. So if you think about uh, think about in context of the existing solutions today. To think about the content management solution and the and, and the CRM solution and the ATS solution, which the employers need to manage, it all con- kind of converges into one single command center for for the employers, uh, which then is equally important to ensure that candidates are getting that compelling experience. Also, on the other hand, our data and AI solutions are not just theory. And I know we, lots of, there's lots of talk about data in the market. And, but if we, if we deep, uh, dig deeper into our data and AI solutions, they have already been used by dozens of companies and already pro- providing like real hiring quality and revenue impact to our customers, which I think is very, very, very unique and different. And, the, uh, and beyond all, I believe the, the impact we create by working at the intersection of uh, what I call as function and creative, bringing cross-functional teams and creative technology and strategy together to create that compelling experience and deliver the business outcomes for our client, I think is uh, is very, very uh, com- unique and not very easy to replicate because it is very difficult to create that balance between creative and function. And that is, again, related to the experience question you had about uh, in the beginning, which is that's exactly what I did at Sapien Nitro for, for a decade. And uh, what got me excited about Symphony Talent uh, when I started the space? Give Give me an example of a, an organization that you work with right now, and, and kind of kind of paint a, a little bit of a case study picture on how your platform has helped them better target candidates, better um, you know s- save uh, media dollars, for example, in regards to you know empowering their employees. Do you have Do you have some data that you can share that's uh, around a specific customer of yours? Yeah, absolutely, and I think. Uh, just to kind of take it to one more level about that, Kevin, the whole idea of, like, I think the first question is, how are we supporting our, our customers directly, mm-hmm. right? And, and I just wanted to just kind of break it down first uh, before we get into that sure. next level of in each area, if, uh, you know, how does that work? So if you think about it, in the core belief which you are running on is uh, consumer marketing, uh, you know, is, is the new model, right, for recruiting and not supply chain. So if you think about it from that perspective, and we are trying to create that holistic solution to address uh, those pain points. And then we are, we are addressing it in three different ways. One is by ensuring that we give them a single candidate command center, which I talked about, enabled with AI and analytics via our, the so-called xCloud or experience cloud solution. And then the second piece is you know, around allowing recruiters and recruiter marketers to automatically optimize media spend based on quality of applies in real time via our media cloud solution. And then as we think about uh, how to bring it all together in the sense of creative and brand, equipping them to create and activate parts of their employer brand uh, via our holder solution. So it's a combination of these things which basically creates that compelling uh, power for us. And mm-hmm. each of these have its own impact, right, if you think about it. So 
uh, since you asked specifically around case studies, you know, uh, one of two of our you know largest impact areas or uh, you know segments where we have impacted the most are healthcare and retail. So uh, you know, in, we have you know, let's take an example of one of the healthcare clients uh, right down in Florida, who basically have a large hospital system in Florida, and one of the aspects they were struggling with is basically uh, you know getting quality into the equation as you hire hire candidates because the issue they were they were really dealing with is they were not necessarily having issue with the volume of candidates going through the pipe what they were having issues with is ensuring that they can get through those candidates the speed they need to and really be able to drive that quality in the pipe because and ensure that the hires they make are really uh, high quality hires and high quality um, you know nurses specifically in this case right and it is a uh, if you think about it it's a combination of the three solutions which really did the trick in this case right because uh, obviously the media cloud solution helped drive the right quality candidates to the pipe which is just kind of reiterating our media cloud solution it 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 really figures out where to to spend your media dollars on based on actual quality of you know application you're getting so it and also on what job so at each job level it kind of makes a decision on uh hey i got a quality application now let me ensure i spend more on this job on this particular avenue as compared to the other right so it it, it drives that right quality candidate right at the top which helped reduce the media spend uh, and not just it's not about the spend in this case it's about the same spend now helps basically drive significant hires so it's really the time to mark time to fill and the and the uh, apply to hire ratio which really it, it impacted in this case and we had about 30% reduction in in the time to fill overall in 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 the last year of running uh, with with this particular solution with them what what about rapesh what about on the reporting side as it relates to either the the everyday users of of the platform um, and or especially especially for executive leadership what kind of reporting um, does your does your solution offer overall yeah i'm i'm glad you asked this question Kevin, because again reporting means a lot to different people uh, you know, uh, and and that's another area we I, I believe we strongly differentiate ourselves, right? So through our omni-channel approach, we first work with clients to establish the measures that are best suited to their goals and bring them to life in their reporting dashboard. Because again, depending upon who you're talking to in the organization, uh, executive sponsor might want a different type of report as compared to a director, as compared to a manager, as compared to a day-to-day user. So first thing we kind of ensure we figure out is what are your goals and how do you how do you measure those and ensure that the dashboard kind of reflects that and the, and the way we, we are able to do that is because our, our reporting tool is uh, basically uh, built in form of widgets and the corresponding drill down reports which can be configured based on roles and employers mm-hmm. right so so these widgets range from path to higher view to attribution models which can be weighted based on first touch equal weight or last touch to recruiter productivity uh, and even candidate demographics and segmentation right so there there are there are widgets we have in all those areas and what we typically do as part of our discovery process is you know hey what who are the who are the users of these reports and uh, and and what are what do they care about and how do we bring the, that to life specifically so for for directors or executives or manager level employees, the widgets can easily be configured in a dashboard, which basically they can go and look at. But what makes me very excited about the solution is when you think about the everyday users, 
obviously these aggregate reports are available, but the key differentiator is how we provide that in-context analytics and predictive metrics, which helps them with making decisions and managing expectations. Along those lines of, of working with your customers and ensuring that they're getting the, the most out of out of Symphony Talent and the integrated platform, how are you ensuring um, adoption near term and, and even long term as a customer? Yeah, again, good question again. And that's one, one reason we actually decided to integrate ATS and, and CRM and everything else together so that, uh, so that it's all in one place. But to your question, first let me answer, how are we driving adoption? So one is kind of looking at ensuring that our, so we, every, every client, uh, small, medium, or large gets assigned to a to a customer success. Uh, what we ca- we call it internally a strategy and client services team, who basically are responsible for the strategy and client services, as it says, right? So, uh, as part of that process, they basically are uh, you know come up with those adoption metrics, uh, which we keep a track on, and it, there's an automated report which basically keeps a track on the adoption metrics for the clients, and and they keep a track of how that is uh, going through. In some cases, it might be the number of users. In some cases, it might be uh, you know how actively a recruiter or a group of recruiters are using some of these systems. In some cases, it is on the candidate side, right? Around hey, what's the you know conversion uh, from apply to hire, or, or basically people who come to the homepage to actually finishing the application, and we're keeping track of those metrics and then working with our clients uh, regularly to ensure that that adoption is there, regardless of the the the, the different the package I may have with Symphony Talent or the solution solution mix that I have um, uh, between the packages that you were talking about, there's a single sign on then. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and that, that's, that obviously leads to a question on how do you, if, if they're not using, you know, Symphony Talent packages, how do you make that happen? Right. So I think it's obviously it was easy to do it for systems. I mean, you know, I know it's term easy, basically, you know, we obviously did a lot of engineering to get to that point from a, from, a, from an internal perspective to ensure that all our systems are, and it's not necessarily single sign-on, Kevin, because it's all in on one single instance. So basically, uh, between the Symphony Talent solutions, except for the Q Social piece, uh, which is work in progress, but everything else right now is one single integrated architecture, which basically, uh, you know, and hence the aspect of single sign-on itself is not there because it's one single instance and one single database you're going to. But, but when you, when you think about, obviously it's a big question we need to answer as you think about what if the customer has a different ATS and, and is using our system, right? Or a customer is, is wanting to continue to use a different CRM and make, you know, in some cases, and that's where I think we are, we are looking to invest this year in kind of, you know, obviously we have integration with some, uh, some of, some of the ATS providers and, and, and even CRM providers in some cases, but those are all integration based, right? Which means I go work in the ATS, I come back in the CRM and I right. see that this flag is updated, but I still need to go to two different systems and uh, where we are investing significantly at this point and initially it's starting with frankly partnership conversation is exactly in that area. Like thinking about, you know, how do we, how do we kind of make this promise of seamless experience come to life even when the customer is continuing to use a system which they have been using for a while but want to extend it and that needs a lot more conversations between actually partners in this ecosystem 
So listen, Rupesh, uh, one thing I always like to ask all my guests uh, at the end of the podcast is that, you know, obviously you and your team have been working really hard at everything that you've been putting together and, and delivering to the marketplace today. But what exactly are you doing when you're hardly working, if that's ever the case? And I mean you personally. What do you like to do outside <laughs> of work? One thing I love about the work we do is we kind of blend uh, hardly working and working hard. <laughs> and we, we basically are having a lot of fun as part of, as part of the work we are doing. And uh, we created a culture where even personally me, I uh, kind of feel, you know, the work is kind of part of my life in one way. But in the, I also strike a huge balance. And we were talking about this early on. I am, you know, most of my time other than work is right now spent on on my six year old uh, and kind of spending time with him and 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 um, and my family uh, because I travel a lot like you can imagine the amount of change management and integration we have to do with uh, with the work we are doing uh, at Simply Talent, which kind of results in travel um, yes. and uh, one thing I've really kind of committed myself to is ensuring that that doesn't uh, impact my my time with my son so i'm very passionate about that and you know we have another one on the way so i'm pretty excited about that too uh and she's due in august so you know that's pretty much my life frankly between work and family and balancing everything what my family wants to do is pretty much fun for me and you know what that's and that's that's enough and that's, a, that's a, as it should be, right? Absolutely. I mean, I, kudos to you. Congratulations on having your, your second child. I, I know I mentioned before we started that I have two daughters myself. So it's, it's definitely a pleasure being a father. And, you, and, you, may, and you, you make that balance that balance happen. It's not even really a balance. It is more of an integration because it's all, it's, all, it's all inextricably linked to what we do every day in life, period. Exactly. So exactly. Rupesh, the, lastly, how do we learn more about Symphony Talent? What, where do we go? What do we do? Thank you. And uh, we have a wealth of information and resources available at www.symphonytalent.com uh, where people can come and, uh, you know, obviously we are more than happy to demo our solutions to you. Excellent. Excellent. Well, thanks, Rupesh, so much for being on the Working Tech Podcast. And I look forward to seeing you again in person very soon. And we'll talk to you then. Thank you, Kevin. We'll be back with more Working Tech soon. Until then, be good and work better. Brought to you by ReachWest Media and the HR Gazette.